0: Katie like what would you say to them? You know what just there is light at the end of the tunnel you just you're gonna go through some really dark days but you kind of just have to find something and hold on to it whatever it is that makes you push forward and you know set goals for yourself even if they're super small at the beginning.
1: Hi guys, I am your host, Megan Van Dievender of the Empowerhood Podcast, and I just wanted to let you know that today the topic might be harder to hear for some than others, and I just wanted to give you a heads up. But I also want you to know that our mission here at Empowerhood is to provide you with all of the resources, support, and love that you need to get you through your darkest times. So if you can, listen in and be encouraged. We are here for you. Enjoy this episode. (laughs) All right. Hi, Katie. Hi. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. How are you? Good.
1: It's so nice to see you again. Um, it's been way too long, like we just said when you popped up. <laughs> I know. Way
0: too long.
1: <laughs> way too long. So everyone tuning in today, we have Katie Costello here. And Katie and I go way, way back to God. I don't know. I was like in my early 20s. So you must have been. Yeah, I was a teenager. Yeah, Yeah, that's wild. So a long, long time I was time in though. high school. Were you? I mean, I know you're younger than me. So yeah, you must have been in high school. That's wild. Yeah, I was in
0: high school. Yeah, I was seeing if the uh, the beauty industry was for me. Yeah. That's how I landed at Trade Secret. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, it's so nice to have you here. Thank you for joining me. Um, and Thank you for having me. Yeah, so we are going to touch on a really hard topic today, and Katie is going to share her experience with us on um, addiction. Loving someone that has addiction and in katie's case ultimately losing her partner to addiction Um, so katie before you jump into your incredible story. Why don't you start with a little bit about you? Who is katie?
0: So I um actually have a farm And that is my happy place. Um, we our farm is old girl farm and we do pony parties here. We breed goats. Um, we have chickens. We actually just hatch some baby chicks. Um, we do unicorn meet and greets. And I also just started boarding other people's horses. So this is what I live for. I love the animals. I love having our kids to be able to grow up on a farm. It's just, it makes me so happy.
1: That's amazing. I, I do remember you always loving horses and uh, you know that type of stuff. King Arthur's Fair, yes, right? And always. The here Silas World
0: for farm life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, that is amazing. Um, so that takes up, I assume, a lot of your time, right? Besides your children.
0: It does. Yep. I left my full time job and I just do the farm now, which is pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: that's amazing.
0: All yeah, right. Yeah, a lot cool. more freedom.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um all right, Katie. So Let's get into, you know, the hard part. Why don't you tell us um about your experience? You can start from the beginning or wherever you feel comfortable.
0: Um so my late husband um had an addiction to opiates and it started as a work injury. So it didn't, you know, it wasn't just like somebody trying out a drug and being addicted. It started as a back injury and then The doctor kept prescribing and, you know, anytime he said he was in more pain and he would like more medication, the doctor actually gave it to him. So that's what started it. And then when the doctor realized like, hey, this is a problem and he cut him off, that's when, you know, he would go to the streets and get it. And it became a serious problem where, you know, there wasn't any more money to be spent. All of our money was gone because it was spent on drugs. And he couldn't work as much because he always felt sick if he didn't get what he needed. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, we ended up getting married. And I thought, you know, we're going to have a family. This is going to get better. It's going to be fine. Got married. Nothing really changed. Let's, you know, have a baby. You know, everything will get better then. Same thing. It actually got worse. And it got to the point where, if anything, my daughter gave me the strength to leave because I didn't want that life for her or myself. Um, So it was kind of just got to the point where it was so bad and enough was enough for me that I said, you know what? I did everything that I could in my power and I need to have a good life for my daughter and I. And I just left and I never looked back.
1: Wow. Wow, that's incredible. Um, I mean, I knew your late husband, like you guys were together for years and years and years. you know, you were always attached at the hip. Like, how did you, you know, like you said, your daughter gave you strength. Like what were some of the hardest moments where you like had to decide that, you know, it was time to leave?
0: Well, I have to say when somebody is addicted to something, they become another person. They are no longer that person that you knew. Mm -hmm. And when somebody doesn't want to help themselves, it's, it's sad, but it's just, it's kind of like, There's nothing more that anybody can do if that person doesn't want to help themselves. Yeah.
1: Did you ever, I mean, within your experience, like, you know, living with him through the addiction, um, did you ever think that he would
0: recover? Like, did you have hope that he would stay clean or? In the beginning, I had a lot of hope. And then it just so many times, you know, let's let's go get you help. And it would start off like, yes, like I'll do that. And then it would turn into, well, I don't have a problem. So, you know, when somebody's not even recognizing their problem, won't go get help. It's like, what more can you do?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you can't really force someone to.
0: Right. And like, you know, our house was going to get foreclosed on because he wasn't really working. I didn't make enough to support the household. Right. You know, any dime that we did have, you know, I would have to hide my debit card Mm -hmm. just so that he wouldn't go take it to take out money stuff like that you know it's sad
1: yeah it's so sad um when you had your daughter um you said it got worse you know I mean in my mind I would think that would almost make him want to change more like why do you think it got worse in that situation
0: he he had no control so when you don't have the control and your want is so bad Mm -hmm. for whatever it is that you're addicted to nothing can compare Mm -hmm. even you know your own daughter and he loved her yeah, of course. but it, it wasn't enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's um that's crazy. So when you left, um, you know, did it get easier for you? Like when you um, were Um for from me
0: him? it did. So I left knowing I did everything possible. Mm-hmm. So I have to say I left pretty strong and I just knew that I wanted to give my daughter the best life possible. And I thought, I think I was working like 60 hours a week at that point. I moved back into my parents' house, which I'm so thankful I have such a great support system because, mm-hmm. it, you know, without a support system, I feel terrible for anybody that would have to go through that without a support system. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did move back into my parents' house. You know, I, I worked like 60 hours a week just to kind of help get back on top of things because, things got so out of control. Mm -hmm. I was so broke. I had so much credit card debt. It was insane. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I just kind of started at the bottom and had to work my way back up. And, you know, my daughter was just my main priority.
1: Right. How old was she when you left?
0: Um, She wasn't even two yet. She was probably a little bit over one and a half. Okay. And how many
1: years did this go on, Katie, that you... That he was working through you know the addiction,
0: oh God, um at least five, wow. maybe six, it was a long time,
1: yeah,
0: but it, it didn't start out crazy at the beginning. It was kind of like, okay, like it was a work injury, he's prescribed this medication, and you don't really think too much into it, right you know it's when he would start, you know, if it wasn't enough, whatever the doctor was prescribing wasn't enough. And, um, you know, he would get sick or was super agitated and mm-hmm. just couldn't, he would just couldn't get out of his own way.
1: Right. Oh, that's so hard. Um, now how long after you left did, um, he pass away?
0: Um, it was, let's see, uh, it was less than a year after actually. Wow. A few months shy of less than a year. Yeah.
1: So your daughter, so like, and the it age wasn't, you no, know, it
0: wasn't an overdose. It was he. It took such a toll on his body mm-hmm. that his his organs basically couldn't function anymore. Um, it was a simple. He got you know he got pneumonia and his body could not fight it off because of the damage that was done
1: from the years and years Correct. of abuse. Yep,
0: yep. Wow. So excessive, excessive opioid use at the end of the day is. Oh
1: yeah. Wow. Um, now, when this happened, like, were you kind of expecting it or like what went on in your
0: mind? Um, I, The shock was still there. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't believe that now my daughter did not have a father. Not that in the back of my mind, I didn't think that someday it would happen because, I mean, you, one person can only go on so long right. on a streak like that. But it was just the fact that it actually happened. Yeah. And now my daughter does not have a father. Right. It's just, you don't wish that upon anybody. It's no. it's just terrible.
1: Oh, good and
0: sleep. she doesn't, you know, she's she was so young. And she's only eight now. So she still has you no. Know, she just knows that he got sick. And we say the angels took him to heaven so that he could feel better. Yeah. So that's, you know, the story. She doesn't really ask too much more than that. And that's the story that she knows. And when she gets older... She will know the truth, but, you know, that's far down the road.
1: Right, right. Um, Now, did she see him after you left, or, like, did she have any time with him? Yeah,
0: so um, she would – she still got to spend time with him. He moved back in with his parents, and, you know, they they were always there taking great care of her, thank God. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, he wasn't always with it. Right. So, you know, if he didn't have them there, I don't know that I – could have just been like, here, here's your daughter. Like, right. I don't think I could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but because good that, they were there, I knew that she was safe. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good that he was able to have, you know, that time with her that he yes.
0: did. Yep. I mean, I'm sure your daughter doesn't remember any of it. She, um, she doesn't. She just remembers like things that people tell her. She still, um, sees his parents all the time. Good. Uh, So they're very much in her life still. And, you know, Mm -hmm. they share stories and pictures. So she has that.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. So Katie, you said you, after all of this, you know, you moved back with your parents. You started from the bottom. Now, where are you today? Like, how did you get there? Like, what did you do?
0: (laughs) So um, I met my now fiance, Michael, who is absolutely amazing and a godsend. Um, We bought this farm together. He was not a farmer in the least <laughs> bit. This, this is all new territory for him. And I have to say, it's it's like he's been doing it his whole life. It's crazy wow. how he just embraced it. And he knew how much it made me happy, which makes me love him even more. And yeah. um, we just... We're having a great time. And, you know, we have a little Nash now together. Yeah, yeah. So. I can see the
1: picture of your kids actually right behind you. So yeah, you so have, a, he has yeah, children too, right? Nash needs
0: to get added in.
1: <laughs> so he had two children from a previous marriage and then you had your daughter.
0: Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, he actually has three. He had okay. uh, he has an older son, uh, Mikey who he had when he was in high school. And Mikey has his own family and lives in Virginia. So we don't get to see him as often as we'd like. But um, yeah, so he has Mikey, Riley, Mason, and then we have Nash together and I have Melania. Okay,
1: wow. So yeah, congratulations on baby Nash. He is just so adorable. And I seriously, I love seeing you so happy. Um, It's so inspiring. And I know you've worked your butt off, you know, to get there. Um, How many years after every,
0: what'd you say? Life can get better. It does get better. It's just, you know. Yeah, I mean, what would be your advice to
1: all the moms out there or women going through this, Katie? Like, what would
0: you say to them? You know what? Just there is light at the end of the tunnel. You just, you're going to go through some really dark days, but you kind of just have to find something and hold on to it. Whatever it is that makes you push forward and, you know, set goals for yourself, even if they're super small at the beginning. Even it's as simple as paying off this credit card and then we're going to go from there and decide Mm -hmm. what to put our money towards next. Just small goals until you can get to where you really want to be.
1: Right. Now, I mean, you obviously left the situation. Do you think that
0: is necessary in all of,
1: you know, these situations? Maybe not
0: all. In my case, I definitely felt like it was necessary. I feel like if you have done everything in your power to, you know, help somebody. And at the end of the day, you are getting dragged down or, you know, you and your kids, which was my case. It's not, it's not worth it. It, there was just, those were the darkest days of my life. And I felt a weight lifted off of my chest when I left.
1: Okay. Now, while you were kind of you know, coming out of the darkness, you know, get working 60 hours a week. Did you ever, like, imagine yourself, you know, being where you are now? Like, did you have dreams? Or, like, what kind of kept you going? I did have
0: I, – I couldn't imagine it then. It You know, like I said, you definitely have to take it baby steps at a time when yeah. you're in the situation because it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. I am so thankful that I have an amazing support system. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the women do it that don't. Yeah, uh, because I definitely counted on my close friends and family for sure. Okay. You know, some of them didn't even know what was going on. Yeah, I was going to so ask I, you, did you keep it like, a secret or was it like known? I, I definitely kept a lot in because it, in the back of my head, I always thought, you know, he's going to get through this. He's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to basically hate him. Like I always yeah. felt like I was covering up you know, lying where he was, you know, where he wouldn't show up to, like, a family event because he just didn't feel good. I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, he had something to do, which was a lie, you know?
1: Right. Right. Did people start to notice that he was, like, missing Oh, yeah. People
0: people definitely noticed, yeah. And then he, you know, if we were somewhere, he would disappear and, you know, come back, you know, 15, 20 minutes later. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so hard. Um, Now – Today, like, with your, you know, you're going to get married again. Like, how did you guys meet? Like, how open were you um, to a new relationship? So
0: I, my jobs at the time where I worked at a doctor's office mm-hmm. full time, Monday through Friday, and then I worked um, at a restaurant and bar, and that's actually where I met him. Okay. He happened to own the building of the restaurant that I worked in. Okay. And, you know, it just started off as a friendship, and we would just talk, and then, you know, it progressed from there, and it's a blessing that I met him.
1: Yeah. Now, when you first met him, like, were you even ready for a relationship, or? No, I was not
0: looking. I was just focused on my daughter and working, and that was it. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. It's, like, meant to be when you're not looking for it. Yeah. It just
1: kind of happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you were going through all of this and like kind of making your way back, did, we, did you even think you'd be able to be in another relationship? Like what were your feelings towards No, that? I
0: I mean, I. I didn't even know how to date. Like I had right. just been with this one person since I was like, I don't know, 16 years old and
1: Yeah, that's true. I I didn't even think of that. It wasn't. Yeah, it
0: wasn't even like in my head. Like I didn't even know what I was doing, you know, like, yeah, it just it was so natural. And it just just happened. My grandmother always said what's meant to be won't pass you by. I stand by that.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's a great thing for sure. Did she make that up herself? That's amazing. I don't know.
0: She's (laughs) just always said it to me. And now I believe it.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. I, I also think it's so amazing, too, that, you know, your soon-to-be husband, um, you know, has this family that you guys just mesh so well together. And now you just have this, like, huge, even bigger support system of your own, you know, right there on your little farm. And um, yeah. I love that.
0: It is pretty amazing. Yeah, we're definitely one big blended family.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that. So um, I have a couple more questions. So in five yeah. to
0: 10 years, where do you see yourself? Um, I see myself still here on the farm. Um, I would love to have a little backyard lesson program. That's my next mm-hmm.
1: adventure. Okay. Um,
0: you know, I grew up riding at a barn that was kind of like my second family. Mm-hmm. And I want that same thing for other kids here. Okay. So that's the goal is to have a little lesson program and just make the farm bigger and better.
1: That's amazing. I love that. Um, Now, anything else that you can add to, you know, people going through this right now? Like, what would be your top three things that you would tell someone?
0: There is light at the end of the tunnel. Just you have to see through the darkness and stay strong. It's, you know, find something that gives you strength. If you don't have kids, find something else that gives you strength. Mm -hmm. You need some sort of purpose to get you through
1: are there any, um, programs or anything that you used during this whole experience?
0: Um, um so no, no program. I mean, there was definitely like, um, you know, oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank on what it's called when you go to the place, like a recovery place mm-hmm. that, you know, addicts can go to. There was, I think I reached out to three different ones and, mm-hmm. you know, every time I reached out, everybody was super helpful. It's mm-hmm. just, I couldn't get him there. Right. The closest I got was bringing him to one of the recovery places, and he, you know, got out of the car, went in, looked around, and said he wasn't going to do it. Okay. You you can't – how do you force a grown man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was the closest we ever got, and then, you know, I had made some other calls, got even, like, a free scholarship bed, and he wouldn't take it.
1: Okay. Now, with your child, like, how did you feel like you needed to protect her? Like, what would be the – the best way to keep your child out of it
0: um, leaving okay you know that that's how I felt I I needed to pull us both out of there completely and you know not have anything to do with that mm-hmm. because then you're dealing you know you're getting whatever you're addicted to off of the street now you're you're surrounding your family with that type of life and those yeah. people and it's not yeah. something that I was comfortable with or I wanted.
1: Right. Right. That's so hard. Um, so tell us where we can find you, Katie. Where can we find you on the internet? Um, so we farm. have
0: Instagram and Facebook. It's Old Grove Farm. Um, we spell old the old way. So it's O-L-D-E.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, yep. So Old Grove Farm and we're located in Plimpton.
1: Okay.
0: And, and it's uh, right spell- where
1: your house is, right? Like it's, is it connected to your yeah, house? Yeah.
0: Yep. Our house is on the same property as our farm. Um, and yeah, if you need a pony party or we do little, uh, little girls come dressed up as princesses and we do unicorn meet and greets, it's wicked cute.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's really cute. I think I saw that on your Instagram so people can check that out and yeah, find sure. you there. It's Plimpton, Massachusetts. Yes. Great. Yep. Okay. All right. Great. Anything else that you would like to add, Katie, to everyone listening out there? Um, I mean, I'm so proud of you. I feel like you're, like, seriously one of the strongest people I know. I can't imagine going through all of that. And, you know, I love seeing how
0: strong your daughter is Like I say, I always feel so blessed that I have a support system. It's just so important to surround yourself with people that love you and want nothing but the best for you.
1: So in any case, like, I mean – a lot of people, I think, stay isolated, you know, with this information. And, um, like, so Which would I you recommend to tell your family?
0: Um, or I like think how... that even if you don't tell your whole family, have maybe a couple people that know what's going on. I think that that is super important. I did have a best friend that she did know everything. Okay. But my parents didn't. Yeah. Um, I actually... One day, I just bought a... They were living in Colorado at the time um, because my dad used to travel for work. Um, So they were living in Colorado for two years. And one day, I called them and I said, I just bought a plane ticket. Me and Melania are coming to you. Mm -hmm. And that's when I told them everything. Okay. And then that same... I don't know if it was that same week or that same month is when I left.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, so they waited a
1: while then to tell them. Yeah. Now, when you told them, did they know? Like, were they like
0: we knew something was I mean going they on didn't or... know the extent of it okay they knew some things because you you just can't hide everything it's you know
1: yeah. well like you said I mean if he's not showing up for certain things that's really
0: it's you like you put cover
1: for him so much. Yeah. yeah yeah so
0: yeah. they they knew bits and pieces but not not the extent of it and yeah. um you know it was why didn't you tell us like upset that I was going through it alone and yeah. you know all that but
1: I mean, it is like I mean, like you said, like you did everything that you could. So there's really no shame in it, right? Like you did everything that you could. You can't change him,
0: right? You walk away, and you like. For me, I walked away, and I knew that I did everything that I could without completely drowning myself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not worth it. Yeah. Do
1: you have any regrets? Like regrets, like when you were going through all that? Do you wish you could have changed anything that you did?
0: You know, I don't. Yeah. Because I'm living life knowing I don't have any regret. Mm-hmm. I know that I tried my best. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I just wanted a good life for my daughter and I. Yeah, and you got it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, all of your advice is really get support. Don't stay isolated, right? Put yourself mm-hmm. out there and just do everything that you can. And if.
0: And also, don't be afraid to leave. You know? Yeah. yeah. I don't want other women to have that guilt that maybe if they stayed, things would have been different. They might have been worse if you stay. You just don't, you don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you really have to look at your situation and just do the best that you can and make the best decision for where you are right then. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I love that. That's so good. All right, Katie. So I'm going to link your barn below and your Instagram. Um, are I you open hope. to people reaching out to you if they? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much. I know it's hard, I'm sure, to share this story. I know you're an open book about it, but still, yeah. it's not easy um, at all. And I, I really appreciate it. And I know Absolutely. all of the women out there listening, I'm sure, you know, will yep. be really encouraged yep. by your story.
0: Whoever needs it, I'm here.
1: All right. Great. Thank you so much. And it was really so great seeing you. I know you you do this more often.
0: I know, right? (laughs) I need a pony party. I don't live near you anymore. Actually, it's funny. Older people are like, do you do like 30th birthday pony parties? I'm (laughs) like, "Hmm, maybe I should get a bigger horse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. Well, hopefully I will talk to you soon. Yeah. All right, Katie. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Empowerhood is brought to you by Flourish Everyday Coaching. Check them out in the link below. And again, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. If you could take 60 seconds of your time and leave us an Apple review, this helps share the news about this podcast and help women all over the world. If you want to see the video version of this podcast, you can go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. Thank you so much, and we'll see you at the next episode.